talking about what we are this body very briefly i will go over with what i spoke in the last couple satsang this body made of five different wrappings annamay kosha jnanamay kosha manamay kosha vidyanamay kosha and the anandamay kosha kosha means the cavity anandamay is the heart cavity that is where the self as a flame jyoti flame which is full of light prakash this light is not visible to our naked eyes or the physical eyes but this eye uh, this light is visible to the third eye or the eye of the intellect from the adnaya chakra and that is how each and every living being appears as the prakash or the light and this self is the one who is really the one who makes this body function and it is this the one who provides the energy or shakti to all our five major implements or organs the organ, organ of seeing hearing smell taste or touch as also the one who experiences this all these centers of action and centers of intelligence with all these respective organs they receive the information and they send it to the central control which is none other than our own jivatma or our own soul as such how does that happen let me go next step further we need air to live and all of you think that we just breathe, breathe in air and we breathe out air but this air which becomes the prana or the life force as it enters our nostrils and in the body breaks down into five major prana five major life forces they are 
प्राण अपान व्यान उदान एंड समान एंड दे दिस प्राण कीप दिस होल बॉडी फंक्शनिंग now to each of this prana there is another additional subordinate prana or supporting prana it is also called upaprana and there are five in all such as devadatt kurma dhananjay kude nag and krukal i am getting help from bhagwati ji because i tend to get forgetful and all this five upaprana are supporting prana together with the panch mahaprana function this whole body but it besides that there are five other uh, tanmatra they are called five other tanmatra they are called these are channels of communication that communicate through the entire system from our brain to the tips of the toe everywhere and everywhere so this human engineering is what we call our deha or our body we took a look at what the young man devadatt when he came for the satsang he was so happy he brought flowers and fruits and there suddenly he has a massive heart attack and he dies there was devadatt a while ago now there is no more devadatt what we have is his rest of the body then you are there so are so so many other participants in the satsang they can talk to one another communicate with one another do whatever they wanted to do but none of these things devadatta is able to do what is it that made devadatta was just like you or what is it that makes you function that is none other than your own jivatma or atma the soul as such i want to draw more attention to this soul as such as to what it is so it is quite obvious that devadatta died and now his body that has been nourished by virtue of the five primordial principles such as earth water air ether and fire or agni these are the five primordial elements that have nourished those flowers also same elements have nourished those fruits also and it is the nature's law given a time these fruits will start decaying the flowers will start wilting so also every element in the dead body of devadatt will start returning to where they came from this process of return is the process of death or decay understand that 
now no matter how much you love your body can you save it think my dear think so what are you loving your body so much and you think that is real how unreal it unreal it is how really unreal it is that anything that came to be at a given opportune time will cease to be we human beings we believe we have a lifespan of about 100 years there are so many other beings they have a variety of lifespan a turtle for example human beings breathe about 12 times a minute whereas a turtle breathes about 3 to 4 times a minute this turtle can live for 3 to 400 years whereas when you sit in your backyard in the garden and there are always these small little bugs come and bother you some of these bugs they are born in the morning by late morning their childhood is finished and they start on their youth before you know their middle age has already started and by the end of the day they are approaching death that is their life span some of these bugs live for 3 days and then they die they perish so every life form that there is is constantly evolving to be into a higher species the scriptures say there are in all 8.4 million different species the very fact that you are now a human being also says at some point you were a bird or at some point you were a fish or at some point you were a worm in the earth and so and so forth so there are jalachara like the fish who live and dwell in the ocean or in the waters bhuchar people uh, the lives that wander on the earth or are born and live under the earth bhuchar so jalachara bhuchara nabhuchara that is those who fly understand so they may operate in so many different different ways so at some point or the other you might have been a ant that bites or you might have been a bird that flies or you might have been a fish or a crocodile who knows what including a tree manusmruti describes quite in detail it is worth you reading it on your own how life evolves and depending upon your own karma 
your own actions and the consequent reactions or the fruits of your karma will dictate the life form that you will take. But it is only and only in human form that you can aspire to become one with your maker or almighty God, or you can aspire to free yourself, mukta, free yourself from the rules and laws or bindings of the creation. It is like every fruit that falls from the tree will come down to earth. Law of gravitation or Gurutvakarshan. This is Krishna Shakti, my dear friends. This is the same power that keeps the entire solar system with the sun in the center and all the other planets in a fixed orbit, spinning around themselves and yet going around the sun. And it is because of this Shakti, the Krishna Shakti. Krishna means Akarshan, attraction. Attraction also means repulsion. So the forces of magnetism is also Krishna Shakti. Understand? Please grow with uh, as I talk to you. And this is how the entire universe from the micro take a smallest atom. It will have a central nucleus. It will have neutrons and protons. And these are spinning around that central nucleus. Some of the complex atoms, like plutonium, uranium, things like that, they are far more complex because they have too many more neutrons and protons. And they are constantly spinning around the central nucleus. There is so much going on, yet there is never an accident. You can imagine, should the traffic increase in Dallas or in San Jose, Padma are you there? It is quite, yes, possible. It is quite possible that there could be rise in accidents also. But in the law of nature, never ever there is an accident of two different particles or elements or whatever you may call. See how precise this creation is. When the creation is that precise, how perfect must be the creator. If this has been created, this entire universe has been created, then there has to be a one who has created this or the creator of all this. And the creation is so perfect, precise. So the creator also must be so perfect and precise and complete. That is the idea of supreme truth. And that is what you essentially are. Devadatta died. You are alive. What died is his body that died. This body was occupied by his own soul, Jivatma, or the Atma Tattva. 
and that has left that body and suddenly that body is non-functional. It is only and only when you, you have a living body that this body is, ex, you are expected to use it in the right manner. See, Dr. Walli, she has a beautiful car. She loves it because her husband gave it as a gift. Now you can see, I wonder if she loves the car more or she loves Krishna more. But that's besides the point. Yet, she takes care of that car because that car is so necessary, essential for her to visit the various hospitals where she is treating patients. That is her means of her livelihood. Sometimes Krishna would wonder, I wish she loves me as much as she loves her car. Right, Krishna? Yes, Guruji. <laughs> so similarly here, the, the similarity I want to bring out is, similarly, this body that you have received is merely an instrument for you to be one with that creator or to be free from the bondage of creation. How this bondage came to be to begin with? Let me take you to the point of origin of the creation. How this creation came to be? The scriptures, Vedas say, in the beginning was the supreme truth that we address or call as Almighty God. And the truth was only one and the truth is also only one. When this supreme truth was in deep meditative state, it was unaware of itself. And when after the meditation, this Supreme Truth woke up, realized that it was awake, and looking all around, it found nothing other than itself. Understand, I'm addressing the Supreme Truth as it, third person, third gender, neutral gender. And a thought occurred in its mind. Ekoham, I am one. Bahusyam, may I be many. And instantly, zillions and zillions of, of small, 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 small clones came to be. These clones are none other <coughs> than every living being, or here in our case, every human being. To begin with, every human being is an exact replica, an image of the what, of what the Supreme Truth is. 
when the entire mass of people or lives created also the creation also came to be such as the hills rivers mountains trees fruits so on and so forth and this creation was so beautiful so enchanting that the many lives that came to be they were infatuated by the creation and they wanted to experience that creation so they started experiencing that creation and in the process of experience of this creation started believing that i am the creation so this body that i have is what i am essentially are and we got attached or we got bound by the laws of creation and the laws of creation is every action will have a reaction karma and karma phala amma do you follow now so nobody can free you from that second thing is anything that came to be at a given and opportune time will cease to be so there is birth at the same time there is death but for human beings as i said earlier every life form is constantly evolving into a higher and higher species and human beings are, are the highest species that almighty god has created human beings after being a human being one by virtue of disciplines or tapacharana understand uh, isaac can aspire himself to find a unity with the maker with almighty god and free forever from the bondages of nature and the laws of nature so this freedom from nature is what is moksha whereby you are not bound by the laws of nature whereby you have to take birth by virtue of your karma by the actions that you have committed and the desires that you have there are certain boons or gifts that almighty god has gifted only the human beings number 1 every human being is given a gift of free will you use your will your will to commit or perform any action and any action that you will make or commit will automatically have corresponding reaction karma and karma phala so the very life that each one of you is living each of you is living a unique life and this present life that you are living is by virtue of your two things one 
your karma phala that is the fruit of your action second thing is that every wish that you have mind you very careful every wish of you that you have will be fulfilled so it is up to you to be watchful as to what you want to wish for for example should somebody want to become an astronaut he may become an astronaut but that precedes all the hardships and the training and possibly he may not become an uh, astronaut so that anxiety are all part of that process you cannot wish to just to be an uh, astronaut and not accept the whole process the process is very painful so the best thing to happen is may i wish that i may never have a wish or in other words may my wish be the same as the will of almighty god and that is why some wise people say oh almighty god thy will be done as it is in heaven that is surrender of your own will each living being has a identity each living being has a unique personality this identity is by virtue of the independence of this free will the will that occurs is by virtue of your own desires my dear these desires that are embedded in your sukshma sharira or the subtle body some of these are also in your karana sharira or the causal body and they are there until your every wish is fulfilled but you can wipe all of these clean by virtue of the conduct that god almighty has given to all humanity and that is the first step of that is agnihotra which not only the physical environment that you are around but purifies all these four levels of bodies purifies all these four levels of speech as well and it impacts the prana the pranic energy that flows within your body it impacts your mind biggest thing mana mind what can i do sir i am unable to meditate why because my mind is running helter skelter mastering this mind agnihotra will greatly help you but being constantly in communication with or in common union with your mahamantra 
will gradually free you from all of these attachments. These attachments may take form of likes, dislikes, anger, hatred, jealousy, and so forth and so forth. All of these, they, the mind holds them and gets itself attached to those likes and dislikes and wishes. And that's how it becomes a binding on every living soul. Every living soul. Now, aside from the free will that you have been given, all of you have been given a clean sense of discretion or viveka, the ability to choose and know what is right for you and what is not right for you or what is wrong for you. And the decision-making choice is yours because you have a free will. And because of your free will and the actions that follow after that, none other then you alone are responsible for the consequences. These consequences manifest themselves as your own karma or your own prarabdha. Prarabdha meaning fate. This prarabdha is of three kinds, major three kinds. One is sanchita. I'll explain you that. Second is Kriyamana. Third is Sanchit Kriyamana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sanchit Karma, Prarabdha, second, and Kriyamana Karma. And there is a fourth one that is called Hatodita. I'll explain you all of these. Sanchita means in your once in this present lifetime, in the 25 years that Sarda has lived, she has wished for so many things. And there are so many people that she loves and likes. Likewise, there are so many that she doesn't even like and appreciate. But all these are bindings, my dear. The mind has gotten attached to those things. And these bindings hold the one to whom the mind belongs. That is none other than your own soul or jivatma or the atma tattva. And that's how you get bound, tied down to the phenomena of creation or the phenomena of nature or the phenomena of the phenomena. Understand? So, in this very lifetime, the life experiences that each one of you have had thus far are none other than your own karma phala. You are the creator of that. You have created these fruits of your past actions. And because you are the master of this, these fruits of prarabdha, you also have the power to free yourself of all of these and all the upcoming ones. So there are yet so many other fruits of your reaction that have yet to mature. They become sanchita. 
they are still in the bank as a bank balance. Vartaman, that is the present karma, is your prarabdha, which is your fate, F-A-T-E, fate. The third is Kriyamana karma. Kriyamana karma is that karma upon, when you fulfill that karma, that action, it satisfies itself. For example, you are thirsty. You have a drink of water and you have quenched your thirst and satisfied yourself. Understand? Now, the third is, fourth is, Hatodita Karma. What Hatodita means? Hata means killed or destroyed. Udita means the instant that karma phala, the fruit of that action, begins to express itself instantly, it is destroyed by virtue of the knowledge and the fire of purity of that particular individual. And such individuals are the ones that have freed themselves from the clutches of nature or clutches of karma. And they are typically called Jivan Mukta. They are all virtuous, saintly people. See these bindings and who has created this and who gets bound, who gets affected, infected by the vagaries, all that goes on into the phenomenal world or nature. It is the body that gets, you may have a disease, no disease can affect the Atma, the soul as such. But the disease can impact the physical body. And the physical body suffers. But how normally you say, oh my goodness, I have had a, such a nasty headache, headache. And you believe that this body is what you are. Normally you take it. But it is full of ignorance. Full of ignorance. I am here to blow away this ignorance that you have had for so many lifetimes. Blow away this ignorance and illuminate the true knowledge. In other words, what is truth? absolute truth and what is untruth so whatever is untruth is all ignorance is all ignorance and what is truth is the only knowledge that you need to have and you will have that because you are blessed with that you already have that but because of your wishes and desires and your so many likes, dislikes, and so many complications, this true knowledge is shrouded, is wrapped up by virtue of your so many vasana. Vasana means desires. <coughs> and the attributes of your mind. And all your wishes and desires are all in typical 
consonance with the psychosomatic man. What psychosomatic man is this physical body and to which the mind is attached and he believes that my mind and my body and this is what I am. This is the total psychosomatic man. Not necessarily girls also. I mean, they are also a soul. So no difference. Okay, Sharada, my main aim of all these satsangs is to teach you what the supreme truth is. To teach you what true knowledge is. To teach you what is untruth or ignorance. So this Jnan and Adnyan, that what you wish and choose and think and aspire, which is psychosomatic nature, is all ignorance. Along with that, the mind that you have. Mind by itself cannot exist. It always needs a subject to hang on, to subject to cling on to. And this is your own mind, my dear friends. You are the master of this mind. But in real life, though you are master of your own mind, it is this mind which is making you act, choose, behave the way that the mind wants, not as per what you want. It is natural for the dog to wag its tail. But when the tail starts wagging the dog, that is unnatural. And that is exactly what is happening. Your mind is making you do so many things and not do so many things. So often you know that this is the right thing to do, yet you choose to do whatever is not the right thing to do. Why? Because your manasic mental energy, Shakti, is so weak that you cannot make this mind make the right choice and make the body conform to every action. See, every action, for example, how does it happen? We decide, we wish so many things, we act on so many things. How does this happen? I will draw your attention to one wonderful Upanishad called Bindu Sar Upanishad. It's a very short Upanishad. There are 108 Upanishads in all. So what this Upanishad says, let us take there. For example, a big lake with very clean, clear water. When the water is still, you can see through the water and see its bed as well. The instant one ripple occurs, it creates consequently so many ripples all over the surface of the lake and you cannot see anything. 
Now, every thought that comes to your mind, every thought that comes to your mind is like a tiny little bubble that starts at the base of this crystal clear lake. And as this bubble starts rising, it starts exp expanding. And eventually when it comes to the surface, it expresses itself as a bubble. And instantly there are ripples all over the face of the lake. And the, the lake which was so standstill, clear, clean, that you could see its depth now becomes difficult for you to see the depth. And this, these ripples are nothing but technically calling them vritti. Vritti means ripples or waves. These vrittis impact. <coughs> these vrittis impact the chitta. Now, wonderful. What is this chitta? You have five instruments of action, five instruments of intelligence, touch, smell, see, hear, so forth. There is a sixth, sixth organ that you have. And this is anta, means inner, inside. Karana means organ. This antakarana has four, <coughs> four major components. These four components are mana, that is your own mind. Second is chitta. I'll explain you that. In a little bit, little bit. Third is your ahankar purka, and fourth is your own intellect or buddhi. So this chitta is none other than the very reflection of your own ego or yourself, atma. Sorry, this atma and its reflection is what the chitta is. It is this chitta which receives all the information and images from the eyes that, it, that they see or the ears that they hear and so forth. And these impact the chitta. So similarly, every thought that comes through this lake surfaces, expresses itself as vritti or as waves impact this chitta. And depending upon the intensity of your desire, it, this impact, constant impacting of the chitta is made known to the mind and the mind makes it known to your intellect, buddhi. And buddhi, that is intellect plus the mind, decide the course of the action and it checks go or no go, to do or not to do with the ego. When the ego says go, 
then instantly the mind steps in and orders all the other instruments of action to perform that particular action. Think about this, think very carefully and you will understand the dynamics of every action. Now, how do you supervise these actions? Because I don't want to do a, a, or commit any action that, oh, Almighty God doesn't want it, or Guruji says, no, no, you should not do that. I don't want to because I love Guruji. So this sense of discretion or vivek is a gift given to all of you, all of you. You always refer to your own sense of discretion and your, use your own Atma Bala or your own power to make and put effect the right choice or right action. Understand? So now you have been, today, you have been introduced to the sixth organ, which is Antakkaran. And this Antakkaran plays a very, very important role in your spiritual growth. Spiritual growth, because you want to be one with the Creator. You want to know yourself, what you are. You want to experience yourself. True knowledge, my friend, is not information. Thus far, I have been giving a lot of information, but also transmitting so many thoughts and ideas so that you can receive them, you can meditate on them, and try to discover the truth. Discovering the truth is like a cabbage head. You take a cabbage head, the top layers are very easy to peel off because they are thick. But as you progressively go further and further, every succeeding layer becomes so very subtle. Nazuk. Understand, Padmaji? And you have to take one layer at a time. There comes a time when you are unable to separate the succeeding layer. You have reached pretty close to the supreme core of the truth. So this process of discovery, taking the covers off, is the process of knowing, experiencing, the Supreme Truth yourself. I love chocolate, for example. Okay. I love chocolate. And if I were to offer uh, Supriya, if Sorry, I were to offer chocolate to Supriya, and she would ask me, what is this? This is called chocolate. But what do you do with it? You experience it. it but what is the experience of that? It's very sweet and very likable. What does that mean? And I could give every answer, possible answer to her, every question. And never still finish explaining what, this, what the chocolate means. 
eventually i run out of words and i say look my dear experience this and that is what is called sweet chocolate you have to experience that it's only then when she experiences that whatever that chocolate is then she discovers the chocolate or the sweetness of the chocolate so until she experienced that chocolate till then it was all just information but if this information has prompted her to take that action of knowing it for herself that is experiencing the chocolate it is then what she experiences becomes knowledge so what is the knowledge knowledge is your own personal experience that is the true knowledge that is the only true knowledge that is the only true knowledge other than that everything else is ignorance adnyana understand so here also in spirituality kitty other in spirituality the process of discovering yourself now thus far you know that you are independent of this body and you are merely a trustee of this body as shri valli takes care so much of her car likewise when she takes care of her own deha her body or all of us we take care of this body because this is the only instrument that we have in this lifetime that we have to use is judiciously intelligently and very efficiently for us to reach the goal of discovering or experiencing the self this experience of the self is nothing other than atma jnana knowledge of the self understand amma so this experience of the self is this process is there is no shortcut to that and it is only and only a sadguru who has discovered it knows it can guide the others to that goal once that is discovered you have conquered all that is worth to conquer you have acquired true knowledge satya jnana true knowledge in relation to that true knowledge all else is ignorance understand not worth knowing even when you have known yourself is as good as you have known almighty god because we are an exact image of what that almighty god is understand please meditate on this think on this and i think i may stop here it's been almost 50 minutes now padma ji yes guru ji take any questions yes so, all of you please think meditate ask ask any question any any question don't think that it is simple or dumb question no i will decide that 
Madhu, if you have any question. Um, so I have a I have a question on on um, what we are experiencing today. Uh, you know, in, in America and um, out of places in the world. I think what I uh, feel and see is if we are um, replications of God and the Almighty Truth, is it? Does it seem that people are sort of just fighting with themselves uh, when it comes to discretion of, of you know, race and countries and things like that? Is is it? Does it? Is it like we are sort of fighting with our own selves right now? Yes, 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 yes. Why? Because of my ignorance. I am what I am. I don't believe that you and I we are similar or identical. You are a Christian. I am a Muslim, or whatever and whatnot. And. I'm more important than what you are. And not only that, I won't tell you this, but I desire what you have. Understand? I desire what you have, and I don't want to give what I have. There is this one thing that we all have, abundant, abundant, that is, unqualified love you give it generously and this will multiply with you you can never be poor of that but how shallow human mind is that it fights with fellow human beings and all this is a passing phase Isaac in a in a couple of years you will see that this entire environment will change and this universal brotherhood will come back. It will come back and you will experience it in your own lifetime. Follow me. Thank you. Uh, I, have an, I have another question, if, my, if I may ask. Say that again. I have another question. Okay. Okay. Um, so... Can you, you mentioned a book, uh, give me one second, um, the, the book on how life evolves, is there, did you, did you mention the name of that book? There is so much, I mean, you, uh, you'll go crazy trying to read and discover from all these books, okay? However, it's, it's, it's a good habit. I studied this many times. Manu Smruti, Padma Ji, inko samjhaiye jara. Yes, Guru Ji. Okay. What, any, next? Yes, Priti, you're next. Yeah, with all due respect, Guru Ji, I have a question which I need the answer. Uh, when all those who become one with God, the enlightened beings like you or anybody, so why only Buddha, Krishna, Jesus got that status? Like why it is like that? What do you mean? And why there are people say that there are so many lakhs of gods in Hindu religion or like that? Is, is that the name only of the energies they are referring to? Or they are the physical beings? Padma ji, you understand their question? 
Yes, she is asking um, why is there are so many enlightened beings, but why do we only talk about Buddha and Krishna and like that? And also, when there are so many gods in uh, Sanatan Dharma, are they like physical beings or are they just different energies that we refer to by a name? Now, Lord Buddha. Lord Sri Krishna, or for that matter, even Jesus Christ. And I would venture to say that even Lord Muhammad, the Holy Prophet, they are all an example of a supreme ideal that they themselves lived and became, became that supreme truth. And they are an example for us to learn from, to follow them from. So are they independent? Are they Shakti or power as such? Yes, they are. Power, as a matter of fact, Almighty God is nothing but Shakti, power. There is no person as such. And this power is such, it is omniscient, it knows everything. It's omnipotent. It is able to do anything and everything. Omniscient, omnipotent, omnipresent. Time and space have no limitations. And even Preeti herself can aspire to become that and be exactly what Lord Krishna is or Jesus Christ is or Lord Sri Ram is understand but for that this process of discipline and taking instructions from a Sadhguru who is an enlightened one now these days there are dime a dozen gurus that USA particularly is a supermarket for any guru he can come and and collect money and offer some cheap chamatkar but it is, it is for them to do whatever they want to do. It is up to us to do what we think is the right thing to do. Sanjay, did I answer your question? Yes, yes, Guruji, definitely you did. Thank you, Guruji. Thank you so much. Shukriya, Guruji. Shukriya. Next. Sai, you're up next. Okay. Namaste, Guruji. This is Sai. Yes, Sai. Uh, Guruji, I have a question. So today you have a, you have uh, talked about uh, four different types of karma, right? So uh -huh. uh, in when we are practicing meditation or during certain spiritual practices, or for that matter, sometimes we get dreams also. Different uh, experiences that we get in meditation or in uh, when we are sleeping in the dream. Are these a certain type of karma that we are exhausting or what, what are these experiences, Guruji? See, every human being, this is a good question. Every human being, the Atma, the Jiva, Jivatma Bhav, it never sleeps. But everyone exists in three different phases. Three different phases. 
when you are awake as of now you are listening to the satsang and yes. making notes and so on so forth this is the awakened state but before that you were sleeping yes guruji and you knew you were sleeping the instant you woke up you realized that you were sleeping and you had a nice sleep yes but when you were in deep sleep that is when you were also having dreams yes guruji and in these dreams you are a part of the dream and there are so many members or so many things that are part of your dream in the state of dream the dream is real Correct? yes yes guruji yes the state of dream that is real yes. the instant the dream ceases mm. and you are in deep sleep yes your indriya your organs including your antakaran does not know where, what where you are mm. and is in deep slumber it is called sushupti mm. the moment this sushupti is lost you became aware of anything and everything around you and that is what you call as awakened state you then know that you were sleeping but the awakened state whatever you remember as a dream is not there because it is merely dream yes guruji yes so whatever is in the dream is unreal now in spiritual practices so many times by virtue of grace you do receive some guidance some directions or some resolution of your own concerns or problems yes guruji Follow? yes yes but there is no karma other than sushupti so karma karma phala in whatever happens in dream is not there hmm do you follow me all the instructions that you receive in dream state yes some of these instructions are hmm. guidance depending upon the state or situation that you were in hmm. so to that extent they are helpful okay but but all the things in the dream are not necessarily true you realize that when you are in the awakened state so for the karma and karma phala in the dream state it does not exist hmm okay understand okay. yes guruji yes yes guru okay yeah. good okay thank you thank you so much guruji you are welcome my dear padmod bhava you are next हेलो नमस्ते आई हैव अ प्रेयर प्रेयर वेरी नाइस प्रेयर व्हाट इज दैट आई हैव अ प्रेयर आई हैव अ प्रेयर भार्गव सेज ही हैज अ प्रेयर गुरुजी ओह श्योर गो अहेड यू टोल्ड अस नॉट टू विश फॉर एनीथिंग so please bless me to be what what you want me to be in in my life thank you guruji 
sure 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 don't worry we are watching you don't worry my dear okay yes. so right now you are a little child yes. so you don't know what to wish so we will wish for you okay okay and all you have to do is follow the instructions instructions that are given to you by your mom and dad and sometimes we also give you those instructions and one of them is follow be on your mahamantra also try and participate in every agnihotra that you do okay yes guruji so these are very simple things and take care of your health yes guruji wonderful good boy okay next okay. um guruji gautam has a question and he has some uh, issues with his mic so i'm going to read his question out okay. he says if if i come across someone who practices agnihotra incorrectly for example offering at the wrong time or chanting the wrong mantra what is the right thing for me to do should i tell them they are practicing incorrectly and share the way i have learned or should yes. i yes. share yes. or should yes. i yes okay. yes most certainly you are the teacher of agnihotra so if somebody is making a mistake usually it is human nature nobody likes to be told so you have to respect the other person's feelings and very lovingly tell them this is the right thing to do and it would be good if that person makes the proper necessary corrections understand don't give a guilt feeling to the other person mind you every word that leaves your lips must be truthful and it should be full of love yes guruji and no judgment yes guruji okay gautam all right yes what is turiya avastha exactly who is this turiya avastha is a state of elevated meditative state that is all that it means okay some people try to glamorize it that oh i am at a such a deep and height of exalted state in meditation those who say that they are that itself tells me that they are not okay anything else ji guru ji thank you guru ji okay you are welcome i don't think anybody guru ji this is sharada guru ji Namaste Guruji. Uh, one yes. quick question: Can we love people without having attachment to them, Guruji? Is that even possible? Say that again. Can we love people without having attachment? Yes, 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 yes. As a matter of fact, love all without attachments. This attachment is a pollution. in your prema bhava okay so i <laughs> automatically creates expectation and any prema bhava understand when there is sapekshata there 
how can that be prema nirmal prema it can never be so you can love anyone and everyone and all without apeksha absolutely yes and okay. when you start becoming you will see people who would come to kiss your feet that's how noble it is okay guruji did i answer she's saying most of, guruji she's saying most of the time we get guruji's messages through different channels but my heart says something else which voice should i listen to use your viveka this is a conflict that every aspirant always goes through you know your viveka will tell you what is the right thing to do but your inner passions and desires are the ones who always pull you to the wrong direction though the right decision to follow is the right thing to do it is always difficult but if you start doing that soon you will conquer all that is worth conquering am i helping you sharda respond yes guruji she says thank you yes huh? yes yes guruji she says yes thank you so much guruji okay wonderful yes guruji okay my dear friends thank you very much thank you guruji ಹರಿ Thank you so much Guruji for your time